who knew when we decided on working on this podcast that our first episode would actually be in isolation and about isolation but yeah how's your isolation going i think honestly it's a lot better the first week i completely panicked mentally it really got to me and having started two businesses from scratch and being self-employed I genuinely for a moment both blamed myself and then the world hated the world and then became a victim and you know for the first week was like crying and then by week two I was like all right I need to get over this and week three we're in week four now and actually there's a good routine a structure this is the new way of life and I see a lot of benefits coming from it Plus, I'm learning new skills that I didn't beforehand. Like, I think I told you I made a cheesecake. And for me to do that, I just think that's... It must have taken isolation to get me in the kitchen to do anything of that kind. This is what it takes to make you cook. Actual isolation. Basically. I'm the same, actually. Like, the first week I really panicked. I was... I think it's because the impact for me was really immediate. Because I just... I wasn't supposed to be in the country for that week. Everything that I was going to earn from everything I was supposed to do this year is gone and it wasn't just that it was like holidays started getting cancelled um my birthday was in two weeks everything got cancelled for that so it was just slowly everything was shutting down and I it was like a, a hole and then it just kept getting tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter and I was just like I'm suffocating and yeah like you said I did blame myself and I was like why does this happen to me and shit like that but I am actually really enjoying this. I'm actually definitely an introvert. I like staying home. So I'm okay staying at home in my living room, working from here, having my own routine. I've picked up a few courses and stuff, but it's, it is getting to me. I'm an extrovert. I mean, you know, no shock there, but I've really learned how to be with myself. Yeah. And be. And it's an important skill silent and enjoy my own company and do things for myself and be able to like stay still which is something I haven't really practiced or I'm not really good at um and so it's definitely been a great learning experience to think do you know what I can stay in the house for like a month I have to get out to do a walk or I have to get out to you know have I do need to have conversations with people I do need to kind of spread energy and, and recharge with energy but I don't necessarily have to be the fidget I I am normally I know what you mean, but for me, it's like I miss the option to be able to go. So I like usually I'm an introvert. Like if there's all these times that people will be like, oh yeah, come see us after this or whatever, and I'll be like, yeah, I'll try when I'm busy, and I end up not going usually because once I get home, I'm like, this is it. I'm in my pajamas, and I, I this is where I want to stay. But the you know having the option taken away from me is it's doing weird things to me like I, I feel uh, really anxious about not being able to do something not being able to like physically see other people or just sit in a coffee shop and things like that which is which is the opposite of you yeah and I think I'm because I am I put a lot of pressure on myself to go see people and I put a lot of pressure yeah. on myself to be like well I don't live inside London so I have to go to London at least three or four times a week and I have to meet everyone and if somebody wants to do something I have to show up I think for me it's a relaxing period to be like actually I don't have to say yes to everything and some meetings some calls some even like friends catch-ups I can do online and not have to like feel this extra pressure of moving so it's a complete opposite experience in that regard most likely because 
you know, being a business owner or being kind of, you know, you know, running, running new business attributes, you know, you have to be salesy, which means you kind of have to go out and meet a lot of people. And a lot of your energy gets taken up by coffee meetings. And now though, you know, I, I have less phone meetings. I'm now learning how to be more productive and saying, well, I don't need to commute two hours for a 10 minute meeting because I can have this online and it's just as valuable. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I don't miss. I don't miss traveling because honestly, like you said, traveling two hours for a 10 minute meeting is the same for me. Like I travel an hour or half an hour for literally a five minute audition and that's it. And then I'm just like, okay, I'm done. And then sometimes I go and I have to wait in that waiting room for an hour and they see me for five minutes again. So I definitely don't miss that. But I do, especially, I think it's also because the weather's been so nice on the day isolation was announced. The day the government said, stay home is when the sun was like, you know what? I'm going to make it amazing outside. That's been really frustrating. Don't you think a lot of that is like human factors though? The fact that we're moving less, commuting less, polluting less. No, I don't I don't think we're I don't think we're seeing immediate effects of isolation of humans being inside. I think it's we genuinely just have good weather right it just now. Is a and this this is how April is like anyway. Um I do think places like Venice seeing wildlife and the water being cleaner, that probably is. Yeah. And they saw the effects, like, what, three weeks after isolation? So that, I do think, is probably because of us humans not fucking shit up outside. Um, But I don't think in London that we're seeing bluer skies. I mean, I wish it was that easy, but it's going to take a lot more time, for sure. I think one thing I've really learned from being isolated, and then I'll follow up with a question, is one, I'm happy being simpler. As in, I don't really need the materialistic things. I have so many clothes. I'm like, I don't know what to do with them. I don't miss, I actually don't miss eating out. Like I'm good eating my mother's food and, and, you know, trying to bake stuff in the kitchen. But what I have found myself doing more, and I was saying this to you a while back, is I found myself going online a lot more and then social comparing, which is not a healthy habit. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not good. That's why I've limited my phone screen time because I think my computer screen time and my television screen time is very different to my phone screen time um and yeah I just I like I'll when I wake up in the morning whatever notifications I have I'll check I'll reply to messages but then I'll put it away and I'll do whatever I have to do on my laptop and if I want to take a break I'll watch a show on tv and then I'll go back to my laptop and I found that that's really cut down mindless scrolling because I don't know when you're mindlessly scrolling, you don't even mean to. It's just, you are constantly comparing yourself. You're comparing your, your house to someone else's house. You're comparing your hair to someone else's hair. And it's just, it's not healthy at all. But I remember the second week of isolation, I was like, all my, all the brands that I like kept going on sale. Yeah. And Instagram kept reminding me, like every second thing was, whatever, 50% off, other brand, 75% off. And I was like, this, this is, you're just doing this on purpose. And in my head, like I knew why they were doing it. I was like, yep, they have to shut down their physical stores. Obviously they're going to go on sale. But at the same time, I was like, I want this. I want it all. It's 50% off. I might as well. But I've been good. I've controlled because I've been like, I have a wardrobe. 
that I can't wear, so why would I add to it? <laughs> it's really hard though. Um, but yeah, I've been good. I haven't bought too many things. But of course we have that common sense right now, but there's still, so I go on like Twitter, the, the amount that I do on Instagram, and there's obviously a lot more conscious effort from people to start shouting out these brands and to start saying, hey, you should not be sending us these emails. You know, newsletters, like how to keep a fit um, bikini body during this quarantine. Oh my that's God, I've seen that's so not, many of that's not the like, right kind of strap. That's the thing. It's not the right comms. And, you know, it's it's just putting extra pressure that people don't need. But then also it's like, you know, I think Sweaty Better is definitely sponsoring coronavirus because I have stopped and unsubscribed from their emails like at least once a week and they're still emailing me. Like, have you seen these leggings? Or they shared something like 80% of UK... Um, uh, women in the UK are now, you know, strolling around their leggings. Do you have a pair? And I'm like, where did one, where did you get that stat from? I work in data. Not sure how correct that is. <laughs> Two, yes, but your leggings are still more expensive and probably cost the amount that my food bill does for the week. So I can't afford you, especially when I have no income. And I think yeah. brands are still not being very considerate about what's happening and what's not happening. Like Vodafone increased my bill. They did. And I messaged them back being like, you know we're going through isolation. I absolutely have no money. I can't afford this. They're like, oh, we're yeah. only increasing it because our competitors are. Like, that's a crappy excuse. Come on. That's a pretty bad excuse. Yeah, but I think at the end of the day, they are businesses and yeah. they're going to try their level best to be able to, you know, get as much as they can. And that was that's the interesting thing where I was like, well, everyone is in a bad position. Like, you're you're renting a property and your landlord is really, really nice and you you can go up to him and be like, hey you know what the situation is, I've lost my job, I can't pay the rent, and I have nowhere else to go. And the landlord, no matter how nice he is, is in a sticky situation because he needs your rent to feed his kids. You know, and he'll be like, yeah, but I still need to feed my kids, so I cannot do that. It's a really weird balance where, you know, yes, everyone is out for themselves, but I do also see a lot of people going out of their way and doing things yeah. that they normally wouldn't. Yeah. Like, you know, we're, we've signed up to the Good Sam app, then it's just volunteering thing. And my husband, like every every day he comes into the room, puts his trainers on, um, and I'm like, where are you going? And he's like, oh, someone needs medicine down the re- street, so I'm just going to go pick up the the list and then go to the pharmacy and go drop it off. And today he bought groceries for someone. And I was like, I would not ever see him doing this in normal circumstances. And a lot of people are doing it because they can. So I want us to get to this place where we can continue all of the positives into normal life once isolation is over and stop acting like we're in constant competition with each other and stop pretending like we don't want anything to do with each other when we leave our houses. Have you watched Contagion, by the way? No. You need to watch it. It is freaky yeah i've heard i've, I've is. heard is i've also heard um i've also kind of listened half listened to bit bit bill gates's ted talk on coronavirus or uh, not coronavirus but when if a pandemic was to ever come we wouldn't be ready and he was he did that years ago so it's I've seen, just I've seen that it's just kind of crazy how things are evolving. i'm currently obsessed with like korean dramas really 
Mm, I've been watching. Well, it's not Korean, but it's about a Korean family. So I've been binge watching Kim's Convenience, which is so so good. funny. But I'm I'm talking like the rom com. Yeah. What are you watching? Shit. I've just gone. I've gone through three of them already. Um, which ones? I've gone through. Hey, what was the first one? Crash Landing on You. Love, love it. I've heard so much about that. Oh my god, I love it. To the point where I'm following them on Instagram and I don't even follow, like, most of my friends. Just love them. Um, Yeah, that one. Thumbs up. Then, (laughs) Memories of Alhambra. Love that as well. That's, like, a mixture of, like, a Disney and a VR and a virtual reality and an AR. Crappy ending, not gonna lie. Didn't love the ending, but the storyline throughout, really liked it. And I've just uh, finished Romance as a Bonus Book. Oh. I mean, Korean shows are sixteen episodes in a series, with each each episode is like an hour and twenty minutes. Oh, so it's a movie every night. Yeah, and I watch like two episodes a night. But when oh, I wow. but when I watched my first Korean drama, which my sister got me into, me, my mother, and my sister stayed up from seven p.m. till three a.m. watching the episodes. Oh my god, that's amazing! I was just hooked. I just can't help it. And this was Crash Landing on You? Yeah, no, that one? one's great. I would okay, recommend I it. What do you watch them on? Netflix. Ah, uh, of course, okay. No, because my sister watches a lot of um, Korean shows as well, but not the grown-up ones because she's 12. So she watches the younger people ones, um, and she's, like, obsessed with them. But and I my wasn't... Dad is, my dad is always like, Yeah. And... Oh, that's the title of this <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not isolating with my family. <laughs> if only they're going to listen to this and be like, what the hell? I mean, my... No, honestly, it's because Asian families just don't have the concept of privacy or giving each other space. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to just sit in my room for hours and work. I would not be able to film any auditions yeah. at all because yeah. my parents would just be like, talking really loud yeah or shouting no or... That, and that's just how they speak shouting is their like normal normal tone of voice yeah my family's super loud but i've kind of had to like adjust them be like i'm working from home and i'm on a phone call you, and that's why i come upstairs but you know it's it's small things like i'm with my family currently and the other day my sister was like to my dad papa all didi does is um watch korean boys on netflix i'm like that's not <laughs> what i'm doing <laughs> that's not it <laughs> and she's like she watched 20 hours worth of a Korean boy and then found another episode with him in. And I was like, okay. And then, because I'm like walking around and for example, the odd occasion I put like light eyeliner on or lipstick, my whole family, why do you have eyeliner on? Where are you going? Why do you have lipstick on? Oh Who are you God. talking to? What are you doing? You're at home. You don't need to be wearing this. And yep. they're just on it. And I'm like, can I not? Like, you know, they're like, but it's not you. They're like, you don't put makeup on. So why do you have it on today? Who are you talking but to? But even if, even if it was you, it, it, they would not leave you alone. No, that's it. And I'm just like, please, just just let's relax. But the the positive is that I wake up every day. I'm like, right, mama, nashta kya? And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm not, I'm not making nashta. I'm like, well, you shouldn't have had kids then because that's kind of what you have to do when you're at yeah, home. Yeah, making nashta. Yeah, yeah. But I say it to my dad too. It's not just a one-way thing. Like to my dad, you know, nashta kya? What's to eat? What's, what, what? what are you going to feed me? And they're like, why? You're an adult. I'm like, but I'm your child. 
<laughs> and I'm more your child now that we're That's what I mean. So I think for me it's a little bit different, but I completely understand what you're saying. I think because I've always had space in my house oh. and we've always had that adjustment that it's a lot easier for me and I feel comfortable. But in five years, I haven't spent this much time with my family at home. Whereas, of course, you're like, you're married and you live out. So you, you're with your other half. I've lived out for three years, two and a bit years now. Yeah. And even just in that time, I do not think I could go back. I just, I re- I think I'm the sort of person who just really likes my space. Like, I had to tell my husband to go for a very long walk the other day because I was like, I just, I need to be with me here. That's it. So basically, I just said, do you want to go for a bike ride? Because he does, like, he likes cycling a lot. He goes yeah. long distance cycles, etc. And he was like, no, it's kind of rainy and windy today, so not today. And I was like, so do you want to go for a walk? And he's like, yeah, we could we could do the walk to this, this, this. And I was like, no, I meant you. <laughs> it's you. And he was like, you want me to go for a walk alone? And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, because I know you get restless and I don't want to go out because it's cold and rainy. So you can go and I'll just be by myself for a little bit. And he was like, okay and he went for a two-hour walk and that was great it was perfect oh he's lovely yeah i can't imagine that that conversation will go well in in a lot of households to be honest yeah but i think it's because he's he's a coconut he is white but he looks really brown but he's not brown at all so it's it's a very yeah it's the best it's the way to go honestly if any anyone's (laughs) looking for a wish that's the way to go um it's uh, when I when I got engaged to him, I would be like, "Yeah, he's brown on the outside for the parents and white on the inside for me. It's a perfect balance." Um, but yeah, it's. I think I'm very lucky in that I'm isolating with someone who understands me very well, and I'm very comfortable. We are very comfortable with each other, because that's that. I think that's why I wouldn't be happy isolating with my parents and my siblings because I'm just there's no balance. Yeah, and. Yeah. It's, you know, like you said earlier, like if you're wearing makeup, it'll be like, it's always, the approach is always of suspicion. Or like you're um, making trouble. My mom says like, all the time. Yeah. Must like, to like the fact that I want nice or the fact I'm going for a walk or like I ask her to do something. Or I'd be like, expectation is always like, oh, you're up to something not good. That's what I mean. And that, yeah, I completely get that. But I guess for some of the people that be listening, they don't have the relationship that you have with the other half what I probably have with my family so I guess what are some tips and tricks that we can give to try and help them throughout this time I think like I said communication yeah 100% like it's a difficult time but it's a difficult time for everyone whether you're working from home whether you're unemployed whether you never did work and you know you're just at home every single person is going through something that's very different um and i think if you respect other people's space you are more entitled to ask them to respect yours and yeah just help around don't be that dick who sits and expects your mom and dad to do stuff for you yeah i I know that's going to be happening in a lot of asian households yeah get involved yeah absolutely and like like i said i know this is going to be happening in a lot of asian households i can i 
can promise you it is where the kids are just going to be like waking up at 3 p.m. and expecting a feast for lunch and being like, no, grow up. But equally, it's an issue because the the burden is always going to fall on the women of the house. It's going to be the mom and the sisters who are going to be doing all like most of the cooking and cleaning because the guys are not going to lift a finger. And I, I'm not being stereotypical because I've seen that my whole life. So if you are doing that differently, then congratulations, you're a normal human being. You're not going to get a medal for it, but you're doing better than most other people. Yeah, and I think I've um, read a lot of research lately about how this epidemic or how coronavirus is actually going to affect more women than men, just because stereotypically, stereotypically women have more of the childcare responsibilities. And now with a number of them going into the workplace, of course, you're trying to manage your work life with your house life and still manage the household. And it's not that men aren't getting involved because I know a lot are, but yeah. it's not. It's still, you know, not to the same capacity. And so you're losing out both in terms of financial and gender diversity, but also then you bring ethnicity on top of it. And of course, our podcast is all about kind of that ethnic, um, yeah. that, that cultural take it's, on things. And it's not even just childcare. Like I think of most of the key workers, the roles are more often than not carried by women so you've got teachers you've got nurses you've got women working in supermarkets you know so the it's it's very imbalanced at the moment and i know for a fact that if if well for brown households anyway if there's a man working from home the woman will have to school the kids take care of the kids for the day because he'll be like you know that kind of thing yeah so it's definitely definitely a hard time yeah, and I definitely think for anyone who's listening, you know, tips and tricks that are actionable is help them uh, well, help them to, like, understand your schedule. So if you are working from home, bring them into that journey and say, well, actually, I have calls in the morning, so I'm going to be using this room or using this space to take those calls. Equally take yeah. them on that journey with you. And also help around the house if that means, you know, going to the shops and picking up groceries to, you know, just asking them if you want a cup of tea or a glass of water and just allowing yourself to be very humane and very human. Um, but also definitely having a routine like we <laughs> it's really bizarre but we now sit down for dinner on our dining table we've it's like a four person well it's a two person dining table but we've got four chairs um, and we've never used that before we usually just sit on our sofa because it's more comfortable but we've made a point of doing that so we don't eat in front of the TV and then we actually ask each other how was your day we know exactly how each other's days went because we were together the whole day. But we just do it because, you know, if you don't have proper conversations or anything, then where does that leave you? And then we'll be like, oh, so what have you got planned tomorrow? And then we just talk about stuff, you know? It's even within, even within a very monotonous routine, you've got something interesting, something different. Yeah. And you get to share that with your partner or your parents or whoever. So do that. I mean, we've got puzzles and board games and we log into pub quizzes because again it's you need something different yeah in my household because we live in a family of like eight we definitely have like a tea time so someone would be like giant yeah. beanie and then everyone makes giant we just sit together for like 15 20 minutes and we just like actually have a chat to be like what were you doing today? What were you doing today? What are you doing now? What are we doing together? Yeah, what that's really like healthy. Together? And I think it's extremely healthy. I guess just wrapping into the final minutes, 
one point we haven't actually touched on is the self-care element so I guess you've you've kind of touched on it so you've said things like you're reading more books and you're taking time off social media but is there anything else you're doing because I know that you're like food game and your food gram is popping you know is that is that for your sanity or is that just because you are stuck in the kitchen it's both I think I just really like being in the kitchen anyway uh haha I'm a woman um I think I'm just because I've got the time I'm pouring more time into it but it's I don't think it's me learning a new skill kind of thing it's just because I want to try the more elaborate things that I wouldn't have been able to because you know during the week if you're out you come home at seven you want to eat by seven thirty-eight. it's it's quick recipes you know or changing recipes to make them quick but now I can actually like make a cake from scratch um, instead of buying the mix and quickly making it. Um, so I'm definitely spending more time. That's definitely self-care. I feel very, it's very therapeutic for me, just cooking. Um, the other things I'm doing is, like I said, I'm just, things that I didn't have time to do before where I would be like, oh, I wish I could do that, but I just don't have the time to come in. So I'm taking like German lessons and I'm really enjoying that. So my grandmother is Austrian yeah, and she speaks German and I, one of my biggest regrets was never learning German from her. So I'm doing that and it makes me feel closer to her. A big tip for me is to keep in touch via FaceTime or something more tangible than text with people you love. So whether it's friends or family, I haven't spoken to cousins in a while. And the other day we, we had call in from, New York, Atlanta, Dubai, Pakistan, and here. And we were all just, we set a time and we just talked and we played games on there. And it's really nice because it makes you forget your actual everyday anxiety, you know, and it brings you back to, you know, a more carefree time when we were all 10 and, you know, playing in your grandmother's garden. That's the feeling kind of thing. And yeah, I think that's a big self-care tip for me. Like keep connecting with people you love. Yeah, no, I love that. I what guess about you? I love that so much. I don't think, I think, yeah, I, I wouldn't suggest doing like, oh, do your face masks and stuff because you know, it's nice, but it, it's not really much for me. Yeah, I think I found that as well. I think my self care before used to be like, I'm going to sit down and do my nails, or I'm going to put a face mask on, or I'm going to like make a nice something for myself. But I've evolved past that. And one of the things that I've found throughout this journey is, and I call it a journey is that I I realized I wasn't actually making time for myself. So I had no concept of, I need to take some time out to just go on a walk because I was naturally always walking. Or I was like going to the gym in the morning because there was a class or I was going to a class because I felt like I had to, not because I wanted to and because I should for my mental health. And so now I actively make sure I walk out the house for half an hour, even if it's just half an hour and go. I put an audio book on or I use that time to connect with a friend. So me and my friend, um, Medea, I guess we're like walking accountability buddies. So if she goes on a walk, she'll ring me. <laughs> and if I go on a walk, I'll ring her. Yeah. But if we haven't heard from each other in a few days, we'll send a message to be like, well, I haven't heard from you. Have you been walking? Have you walked out? Is everything okay? So at least we have some kind of yeah. like check-in, which is quite nice. Also, I hate running. I hate's a strong word, like dislike, but I'm making an active effort to try and jog more just to try and oh, build up it. build up that skill 
So I started three yeah. weeks ago and I couldn't even do 12 minutes. I was like dying. And then the other day I did 32 minutes without stopping. And I was like, I don't know where that came from. But I was on the phone with her at the same time and it was just a slow paced jog, nothing pressured, but I'm not putting a pressure on myself to do it. I'm doing it to kind of get out of my comfort zone. Um, so that's kind of self-care-ish. And then I mentioned, you know, I stepped into the kitchen. For anyone that knows me, not my expertise, one bit. I'm more of the eater than, yeah. than, the, than the maker. But I kind of woke up one day and I was like, right, I'm gonna- You're a man, how I, does I, that work? I think I think I probably was in my past life, and I definitely think I will be in my next life. <laughs> I, I do have a very you know very masculine traits, um, and if we were to stereotype, of course, but it's the fact that like I woke up and I was like, right, I'm gonna make a cheesecake. I had no clue how to do it. Then I had a dream about making a cheesecake. Then I woke up and I found it on Buzzfeed, and then I was watching um that cooking show Lorraine's cooking show so she makes like really fast easy things in 30 minutes I was just watching with my family and then genuinely on the show was a lady called Sonia who was making a cheesecake and I was like I think this is a sign destiny I was like I so I made a cheesecake one day the next day I got excited and I made cinnamon rolls and next day I got excited and I made um I don't remember what I made brownies and it was great. So I'm definitely evolving my skill set without the pressure. Yeah. But I did yeah. I did feed into that whole well, we have time now and you have to be productive. So I signed up to like all these courses and I was like, right, well, here's my plan of all the things I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna come out of this quarantine as superstar. Like I, I had, you know, mentally I was like, right, here here it goes. I've done none of it. I've done none of it because it's okay not to. Just just Yeah, chill. because you don't want to, that's fine. Just chill, yeah, 100%. Like, you know, you're never gonna get this time back. And as deep as it sounds, we're not gonna get this time back. So we might as well enjoy the transition and the movement it's making. Hey guys, this is Zoha. Thank you so much for listening to me and my boss babe co-host Sonia. You can slide into our DMs at any time with your questions and feedback on Twitter and Instagram. We are at LKKG Podcast or you can email us on LKKGpodcast at gmail.com.